Hello and welcome to Elite Week, episode 26. Uh, we're recording this Saturday, July 25th, and this is going to be a very sort of probably short, very, very loose form, not following any of the sort of rules Elite Week because I'm just sitting down to have a chat uh, with a guy from the community that I'm sure a bunch of you know. Uh, so without further ado, welcome the pilot. Hi, Kai. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Thanks, man. Uh, I've got to say, my history with you is long and sort of interesting. I, uh, <laughs> I've i been a fan of yours for a long, long time, basically since day one of me playing Elite with your, you know, the pilot, the, the ship reviews sort of series that you've done. And uh, I, I absolutely love and adore that entire line of videos, man, they're, they're just fucking awesome. And, and, uh, yeah. And, Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. Man, hey, no, no problem. I, I, I 100% mean it. This is not a thing that you say, like, because someone is, you know, there and you're interviewing them. This is something I absolutely mean. But in addition to that, you know, you have uh, Ion, which is this new project that you've created that, uh, Oddly enough, is something that I've kind of mentioned months ago, and I'm not in any way saying like, oh, you stole this idea from me. This is just parallel thinking. <laughs> I think a lot of people have had this idea, but months, oh, yeah. months and months ago, back on Loose Screws, I had made the point like, we should do some, I, I don't know, I think uh, it, some people may have heard, I did a little forum post saying like, hey, how come Galnet went away? And that would be good if we had it back. And also, it would be good if we expanded upon it. And part of the idea when I was talking about that, I went on Lave Radio and all, and and I said, like, I was trying to pitch Flail around. Hey, someone that is not a technical idiot like myself, someone take this, do this thing. And I said, let's do a Galnet that's made by the players and let's, you know, figure out some way to just put it even in the cockpit where we could play it through, like, uh, EDMC or, or something. And... Um, and lo and behold, you know, months and months later, uh, someone had the same idea and and created it. I'm sure completely, like having no clue that I had mentioned anything of the sort. But uh, you actually went out and did it and made it, and it's an awesome thing that has just Thank sort you. of hit the scene in the last in the last couple of weeks. And uh, uh, go ahead. Actually, it was uh, it was funny is that. Uh... You know, we lost Galnet at uh, December 2019. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I had said at the time, I said, you know, okay, well, realistically, it's not that hard to come up with your own stuff. And actually, I was a very vocal pro proponent for uh, shifting Galnet to, hey, look, why why, why aren't these stories actually applicable to in-game stuff? Mm. You know, why, why, why do I see this advertisement for this massive celebration going on? And I go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's nothing I can do. And what's the point? And, you know, I was very much for shifting Galnet over. And, uh, you know, they said, hey, look, we're going to shift Galnet over. And I was like, hey, wow, I actually made a difference somehow, you know, with, well, you know, 3,000 other people who agreed with me. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> I said, hey, look, I made a difference. And then they killed it. I said, oh, well, all right. This is not exactly <laughs> what I intended, but all right. I made a and, difference. It wasn't what yeah. I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And, you know, I look, I, I realize, I, I realized after the fact, I'm like, I complain that Elite doesn't have enough lore a lot. Mm. And it, it doesn't. And this is a universe that needs story. And not for everybody, but a lot of people do. And it would make the game far more enjoyable if they had it. And mm-hmm. I realized the mistake I made. And by the time we got around to around the fleet carrier uh, live stream, you know, me and me and a couple other guys, uh, I don't remember which live stream it was. It may not have been that one, but me and about six other creators were sitting on there and we're all talking back and forth. I said, look, th- this is real easy. If you guys really miss Galnet that much, all you have to do is go grab the uh, British Amy voice pack. Right. Go feed it into a TTS machine. Go write your stories. Go put them up there. Start a YouTube channel. Bam, you got Galnet all over again. I said, anybody out there listening, you want to do that, just go for it. It's mm-hmm. a relatively easy solution. And I waited and waited and waited. Nobody did it. And of course, you see the post every couple days on Reddit saying, I miss Galnet. Said, okay, you know what? Well, I should do something nice. I should do something nice for the community. I already said how to do it. It's Nobody else has done it. It's my responsibility at this point now to live up to my own word. So I did. And uh, the initial response was really overwhelming. Um, I got mm-hmm. stories submitted and it was it was great and it's wonderful. Now, people have a... a you know, uh, logical um, anger towards, you know, using the British Amy voice or like, it's too slow. It's hard to understand. And blah, blah, blah. All of these things are true. You know, and uh, the first like five episodes took me about four hours just to grab them, uh, edit them, put them in the TTS and then, you know, enter in the manual breaks and the fixing words and spelling things, um, you know, phonetically instead of actually. And, then finally it gets kind of right and I feed it into After Effects. I built I built that visualizer around the uh around the logo I made mm-hmm. and uh yeah, feed it into Premiere, export it, upload it, done. Mm. And uh you know it, it it's I, I I've made something that's not for myself. Uh it's for other people. And and uh, which is exactly the opposite for uh, the pilot I, the pilot i make for me mm. you know i i make i make all those ship videos for me first and yeah. I, I try to be flexible and and uh gracious to the to the people who watch it and the company or you know the ship that i'm talking about the game i'm talking about i, I try to be accommodating and everything like that but they're for me and uh you know, anytime anyone tells me, you know, hey, oh, don't, don't, you, you shouldn't say that. Keep the, keep politics or keep this or that out of, out of your videos. I'm like, no, screw you. It's mine. I, mean, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> in the end, you're a person who's creating a product, and that product isn't soap or, or, you know, Mars bars or a Toyota. That product is, this is sort of art. This is now, you know, it's a, a, a video, it's a, you know, whatever but it's 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 art it's subjective it's whatever you want to say and i think that people absolutely have the right to say oh i don't like that in which case you absolutely have the right to not watch it but you (laughs) don't have the right to say change your art to meet my tastes exactly if if i get an occasional comment i didn't like this i it's it's really all i can do to hold myself back to, to write back i don't care Mm. Um, you know, but look, I, I, that's just me being defensive and rude. And I, 
I try in general not to be that way because you know, nobody likes that guy, and I don't. I don't need to bring more nastiness into the world. So fine, whatever. But I mean, yeah, definitely. I, I really want to. Like, I don't care. You know. <laughs> yeah, it, it uh, seems to me that you're much more of a one-on-one guy. There's some people that feel sort of way more comfortable, sort of one-on-one, and then there's some people that kind of sort of jump in and you know they walk into a party and all of a sudden they're sort of holding court and you're more that guy that you kind of like to make sort of genuine one-to-one connections and like a big crowd or what i don't i I remember you making some sort of a tweet or something around about the time that you were sort of closing out your discord and you were like hey man this whole thing it's great for people who are into it it's not my scene i'm really uncomfortable i'm I just like to just, I just want to sort of be me and, and be over here and, you know, I, do I, my I, own thing. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. so in, in between those two products, in between sort of your ship series, which I absolutely love and adore with all my heart and your ion idea, which I think is just fantastic and amazing. There is another sort of aspect to your content, which are these sort of live streams and, they are, let's say, you know, you do now what Space Waste News with Yamix, and, yeah. and you've done uh, roundtables. I think even at some point, some people have sort of set us at, at being at odds or something because you had a series of roundtable discussions about fleet carriers. And I put together a roundtable group uh, about fleet carriers and i feel like there's a lot of people that are kind of like oh you think left and you think right you know fight 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 and it's like i no. i yeah like i <laughs> number one i disagree with a lot of your viewpoints on a lot of things and i think it would be fair to say that you probably disagree with a lot of my viewpoints on a lot of things but I mean, I can't think of anything right now, but yeah, it's it's probably a certainty. Yeah, yeah, fleet carrier. I'm talking about the whole fleet carrier thing and whatever. There's a lot. There were a lot of issues with it where I was like, "Mm, "This I think is awesome. This I'm not a fan of." But overall, I think whatever. And and I think that there was sort of some more frustration on your part with with the product or whatever. And but that because I like, uh, you know, pizza. And, and you might hate pizza and love pasta and I might not like, you know, that doesn't, but that doesn't mean now like, oh, these two people need to fight. Like, no, oh, it's God, just no. people have different opinions, whatever. Um, yeah, the best thing you could possibly do in your life for yourself, and this is to be totally selfish, is to find yourself a villain. Mm. And I'm not, yeah, you know, find, yourself someone, <laughs> yeah, find, your, <laughs> find yourself someone who disagrees with you uh, it could be about everything, but it's more important just to probably pick, you know, just one thing and then frequently sit down and talk to them about that. And, you know, it, 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 it it's a good thing. You should have multiple villains really, but, 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 but like talk in a, in a, in an open and honest manner, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I'm going to criticize myself here. Um, I did a talk with Yamex a little while back and we were talking about fleet carriers and I think, I overly hyped myself up for it to be a confrontational thing. And listening back on that, because mm-hmm. I, I just listened back on that conversation like five days ago. 
I listened back on that conversation and I wasn't happy with myself for, for that because for a while it had been built up, built up of like, you know, oh man, he's, you know, yeah, he's the anti and, and I was talking <laughs> shit and he was, I felt like, you know, we were both sort of talking shit, uh, 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 me with on one viewpoint and him on another. And then when I got a chance to get at him, I did not hold back. And I even, you know, the, the thumb print, thumb to thumb, what thumbnail. Is it? thumbnail for that. Yeah, See, I'm, I'm an idiot with tech stuff, man. The thumbnail for that video was literally I took an MMA face off and I put his icon on one fighter and my icon on another fighter and i called it like the great fleet carrier debate or whatever and looking back on it from now like okay the yamix is sort of a character and when when the yeah. when the mic is rolling he goes off and he does his you know he's the latvian stallion he's the over the top you know whatever he's actually a really nice guy isn't he he's such a sweetie when you turn off yeah. the mic he's such a sweetie and he's he's very very chill and very like and and the thing is is i don't think he wants people to know that i think he kind of is <laughs> cultivating he's culti and i literally started off the interview with so basically what you're saying is you're cunty because you care and it's like he laughed didn't he yeah but like yeah <laughs> i looking back on it now like you know i think I, I i think a lot of the viewpoints that i would take issue with of his are very similarly held by you but i'm trying to approach this in a different this conversation in a, in a different manner because you know that's what life is you if you go through life and you're like man nailed it 100 every day all day for my life oh you're an asshole like and you're screwed you have to kind of look at things and go how could i have done that better like be honest with yourself and be open yep. to the possibility that a you're wrong also the possibility that while you might think you're smart and you might think you're clever there are other people who are also smart and clever and God forbid, even smarter and cleverer than you. So, you know, if you stop changing and stop learning, then your mind as well be dead. Mm, yeah. 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 There was a great line. What's his name? The guy who played uh, Professor Snape, uh, Alan Rickman. There was a line that he had in January, man, where he was like, he's like, some people are good. Some people are bad, but so many people are just finished and he had this disdain in his face when he said it and i fucking mm. loved him in that moment that that the way it's like yeah man don't be finished be growing something yeah but yeah, exactly uh i feel like i lost myself in a rambling point there but that's okay that, that that's that's how you know it's a good conversation if you guys end up just kind of flowing to the next thing hit me up with some fleet carrier things you brought it up twice now i really want to know how you differ from me well, here's the thing. I feel that my feeling on fleet carriers is this. The game Elite Dangerous, right, is mm -hmm. a big sandbox, okay? And your ship is your shovel. That is what your, you know, that is your primary tool is your ship. It's your shovel. Fleet carriers are a bucket. The bucket isn't good. It doesn't make the game awesome. It doesn't do any magical thing to suddenly, you know, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. A bucket isn't bad. It's not, it's neither a plus nor a minus. It's simply an option. Sometimes you're, you're going to have just more fun with just your little shovel. Sometimes the shovel and the bucket can lead to interesting things. 
with regard to fleet carriers, uh, I just felt like I, I look at a fleet carrier like a, a dump truck. Okay, and I'm, I know I'm mixing all kinds of analogies here, but oh God, we've already gone from bucket to dump truck. But that's okay; well, it's fine. I'll hear well, you. So, so, with regard to having it be, you know, a th- it's just a, it's another option. It's another thing that you can use. But with regard to, you know, well, is this worth it for me? Well, there, it has a cost associated with it, and as it has a cost associated associated with it, in that analogy, it's like a dump truck. If you're if you have a massive construction project that you're going to, you know, be doing. A dump truck is an awesome, invaluable tool that you're so thankful and lucky to have. If you just want to get back and forth to work and, you know, on the weekend, go down to the Target and pick up some shopping, then, you know, a dump truck is the worst thing ever. It's way too big. It gets shit gas mileage. It's hard to park anywhere. You can't take it through a Starbucks drive through You're going to, you know, rip off the side of the, you know, the overhang and all the stuff. So, like. It's good if you have a use for it. If you don't have a use for it, it's not great. It's not, you know. Uh, so, like, I always thought with regard to fleet carriers, like, man, the people who love it, let them love it. The people who don't, okay. But no, I, oh, I hate that argument. I, I just the whole live and let live. Let's not bother talking about it. Thing always bothers me. Well, I'm going to make this. What I'm going to make this stupid, like? easy, stupid easy though. Okay. Tell me what it does. What do you mean? What does it do? What does the fleet carrier do? It gives the player a vast amount of control to do whatever they want. They can so does it have do a it? station. They have a they have a yeah. And I recommend that you have a joystick if you play this game. It, it um, you have a station you can move anywhere. You have storage for the first time. You have the ability to trade directly with other players, even including giving them money for the first time. Um. Okay, let, let's 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 start with those three. Okay, so you have a station. Okay, you have a car hauler, basically. Okay, fine, that's perfectly fine. I mean, and I'll even steer away from the visual aesthetic of it, which I am not a fan of. What do you mean? But you don't like the way they look? No, I don't. I think they're they're kind of ugly. Oh man, the Dude, uh, the, the it's a one on an engine. The front of the Nautilus one looks like uh, the thing from 2010, a Space Odyssey. I yeah, no, I've that. seen that. I'm not a big fan of the paywall behind that one either, but w- whatever. It's fine. Okay. If, we, if you want, we will touch on aesthetics uh, fairly easily. It's, it's a flat plane on an engine housing. Okay. What, uh, it would, I would have preferred ultimately something with a hanger, uh, something with like a little bit more more narrative influence to it like something so big that you know i have to fly my fdl into the side into this little you know docking bay where i can land the ship and maybe there's multiple docking bays across the entire thing etc etc this is just a flat platform with an engine on it yeah but guess what so's a aircraft carrier it's just a flat fucking thing that goes through the water like it's the most utilitarian form if you're talking about like man i would love to see some battle battle star galactica type shit or star wars type shit like okay yeah i can see aesthetically where that could be like cool or whatever but the realism of 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 space is that it will probably end up being sort of the the simplest possible answer which 
you know, okay. again, look at a fleet carrier. It's 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 a boat. It's got a flat top. I I, I will I will give you this that if a actual aircraft carrier is shaped and looks the way it is because it has to be. It is utilitarian and and what it is. Mm. Okay. We're also playing a video game about being a thousand thousand some odd years in the future. We have, you know, Gudamaya ships that Mm -hmm. are not utilitarian. We have other ships that are not utilitarian. We have space stations where (laughs) you you realize that that the gravity on those ring sections as they're spinning, someone actually did the math on this on Reddit, is something like 16 times Earth's gravity. (laughs) As they're moving around, if you're on the apex of the freaking uh, ring as it's spinning. Holy shit, imagine coil. then how, how much the noob hammer ones must be. Exactly. I mean, look. But that's also we, assuming you're trusting Reddit for math. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe. You know what? I generally, if it's on a, they did the math, I generally trust Reddit. There's okay. a lot of, yeah. But anyway, I, but look, if we're, if we're working on realism and, you know, Newtonian physics, hmm. Why is there no Newtonian physics? Why do we not just keep going? Why 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 are there okay. breaks? You know, I mean No, I mean we slow there, down. There is Newtonian physics if you fly flight assist off, but when you go flight assist on, then that's the whole point of that is that this is the tool to help the idiot, mostly hairless monkeys flying through is there, space. Is to, there Newtonian physics when flight assist is off? Are you sure? To a certain extent, yes. I mean, in some mm. ways I would say in some ways, you could argue that it's like, oh, this part sort of doesn't make sense. That part sort of doesn't make sense. But it, 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 there's a speed cap. There, there are. Yes, I get that. The twelve, what is it? Twelve oh one times a thousand two hundred and one times uh, the speed of light. Yeah, I think it's twelve oh one. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, but again, now we're, we're not here for back. realism. Yeah. Okay. So what we're you're saying is, realism. what you're saying is, I would have, I, I would have, you, you would have rather you know some- something fantastic yeah yes. okay <laughs> i would love something fantastic and realistically as much as it probably kills my credibility i would rather have something that looks amazing and is functionally gimped than something that is very extremely useful but ultimately very boring i mean and as far as that's it being my functionally personal. as far as it being functionally gimped that's sort of irrelevant because they're all functionally gimped sort of within the zone. Like it doesn't, you, you can't move it. So it doesn't, it literally, mm. you, you tell it where to jump, it jumps in and it just sort of sits there. And then if you say leave it, you plot it on the map and then it slides out through a cloud and then it, it, it magically poops away. So it's like none of them have I mean, any sort of functional ability to like move <laughs> around or like a real aircraft in game. I mean, this is going to be a really short conversation if you keep making my arguments for me. And well, no, but I, I'm, I'm the, point, the, the point that I'm making is, is they're not meant to. This was literally always stated. Even if you go back, if you look back on the Kickstarter days, they said that there were going to be mega ships that were executively controlled by the player, but not directly. Like, yeah, you're not, you don't fly it. That's not, so a fleet carrier isn't a sports car. A fleet carrier is a tool that you use. Like the, the ships that we fly are don't quote me back cars. to me. <laughs> what did you see my? Did don't quote me back to me. Uh, did you see my 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 video? The Raptor, the better fleet carrier. Yeah, I saw that. 
I, and yeah. but what I'm saying is you're talking about a different in in a design philosophy. They said from the beginning what fleet carriers were going to be. They're, they're not ships that you fly. They are an add-on. They're they're not meant to make you sort of. They're not meant to be fun in and of themselves the way that a ship is they are meant to give you the freedom to use your ship to have fun in places so if you have one supporting yourself out in the middle of nowhere as an explorer that that gives you freedom and abilities to do stuff like swap ships out or swap out loadouts or you know do whatever that gives you the ability to be out exploring out in the ass end of the galaxy and then find some Pomesh type planet with amazing canyons and say, fuck it, I'm going to hop into a little Viper and tool around and do some crazy canyon running and then come back and get back into my exploration ship or fuck it, I'm going to do it, it. It's like saying, well, you know, the GPS in my car is no fun. No, it's not meant to be. It wasn't designed for that. It was a designed as a tool to help you to get to where the fun is. Okay. Okay. I, uh, hear me out. Sure. You're two things then. Well, I'm going to start with the funny one first. Okay. Uh, first of all, I, I, the minute I got a Garmin GPS back in the day, I downloaded the GLaDOS portal voice and uh, used that to immediately make getting directions much more fun. Uh, two, you, you said it's not meant to be fun, which I can totally attest to that, that they have succeeded. Um, wait, 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 wait. But if you make that point, you have to also concede the point that you can use it as an explorer if you use it. To, the, the point that I just made about if you want to go canyon running in your little, you know, Fetty Eagle or, or whatever. Do you not acknowledge that point that you can I, use it to give you the freedom to have fun? I'll get there. Okay. But I'm, I will I will say to that point, I would rather have my fleet carrier be fun and not executively controlled or used as a tool to get more fun. Because if I can directly control it, a la the Raptor, I can also leave the cockpit, go down to my hangar bay, grab my tiny little fighter, and go down into the canyons that way too. Can I, I want to be able to, ha I want my cake and eat it too. I want to be able to have fun with this thing mm. in addition to letting it, ha letting it give me more opportunity for fun. Okay. And I don't think that's unreasonable. I would like to respectfully submit that if that's the case, you should go make a game that does that. Because in this game, <laughs> they, in this game, they specifically said all from the beginning that capital ships you would use executively. You wouldn't be flying them. That's they they followed a consistent design philosophy on this one point. Maybe on some other points you could say, well, they abandoned this or they abandoned that. But on this one point with fleet carriers. This was always designed to be this way. This was always designed to be a thing where you, you can't live that way, you, especially with games like this. You, you can't sit there and say, well, this was supposed to be this or they promised us that or they abandoned this. No, that's you don't. And this is the reason why we don't pre-order. And we all know this joke because we've all learned this lesson is what you see is what you get. Yeah. And what we've gotten, this is the only thing I'm judging it on. What we've gotten is subpar i i i disagree with you on that i've and i honestly funny. i have my fleet carrier i love my right now i don't have my fleet carrier i'm going through withdrawals i'm missing it uh i i promised and lent my fleet carrier out to the buckyball 
race club right now my fleet carrier is the keys cut while you wait the one that they're using for the race i get it Uh, back. yeah yeah i get it back uh late tomorrow and i'm looking forward to that because i'm using it to support uh the mission that we're doing with turn the wheel the dark wheel project and like i love my fleet carrier there's over 1300 people registered on anara with fleet carriers a lot of people are you know happily using well i won't go that far i say a lot of people own them i said there's no shortage of them in the galaxy there really isn't Mm. and fyi that does seem to be a major complaint across the galaxy is i'm tired of jumping into a system and seeing 50 fleet carriers yeah i i 100 agree on that point i think that they need to give us uh reason to move them well I'm not going to say that. What I would say is I would like for them to give us an option to where we can set it to just only see fleet carriers that are like, and and it would be a toggle option that you could turn off. So if you, for some reason, want to see all the fleet carriers because you're doing some kind of a trade thing or whatever, okay. But if you just want to tool around and not sort of have a bunch of this sort of spam in your face, I would love an option where it only shows fleet carriers of people on your friends list or fleet carriers that you've bookmarked. I know that there is a a filter fleet carriers, but I would like it to be able to filter fleet carriers except for friends of mine and people that I have uh, carriers that I have bookmarked. I will tell you right now, and I'll I'll even make your argument for you because you were so gracious to make mine for me. Mm -hmm. Um. I will say that right now there are two things that could be done to make those to make fleet carriers infinitely more interesting to me. Hmm. If you sent in the mothership of Thargoids with a battle fleet behind her that just wiped the bubble clean hmm. and told every fleet carrier owner, go out, start a new bubble. Yeah. I would you- love it. You made that point uh, back on in Loose Screws in your interview where you you, you talked about the bubble theory. Yeah, I, I remember that well. And I think that could be cool. And I think that you may be getting some, n- not exactly that, but some variation, some, some something not too dissimilar from that line of thought in the not too distant future. But like, mm. but, but let's table that for the moment because it's conjecture and and let's okay. come back to this um you, all right. I, I i love my fleet carrier i'm not even i'm not i'm a, i'm not a like ashamed or reserved in that statement i love that the things that operation ida has been able to do in in using them to you know finish up the the last of their their systems and getting to, to mission complete. I love the DSSA and what's going on with that. I love, you know, the, the ability that player groups now have. I mean, come on. The AXI has a goddamn community goal that they made up on their own that they're using the fleet carrier in a whole different way and, and they are succeeding in a massive, massive goal and giving a ton of people something to do and to talk about. Like, there are people that have a fleet carrier because meh they have it and they might be lukewarm on it but you have to admit there are several there are many there are some i don't know what number you want to put on it but that are like me and they're just 
fucking stoked and happy with it. I'm not here to talk about. <sighs> okay. You've watched, you've heard me and watched me talk about oh, many, 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 many ships. I have. Okay. I don't talk about the people who fly them in general, except in passing. But I will say, but what I do talk about is the ship and what it can and cannot be used for. Mm -hmm. I am not here to argue whether someone can legitimately enjoy a fleet carrier. Obviously, that's subjective, and it would be stupid on my part to say, no, nobody likes these. It's dumb, and I'll fight anyone who changed my mind. No, no, it's stupid. Don't. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm not going to say that there isn't activities that are that use fleet carriers as an integral part of it. But I will point out that all of the examples that you've given me are player driven mm -hmm. and have absolutely nothing to do with the game or the mechanics or the universe it's based in. I, I would point out to you a counter assertion, which is that that's 99% of the entire game of Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous mm -hmm. is not wow. It's not okay, here's the storyline. You go here and there and there, and you go from one guy to another with question marks and exclamation points over their foreheads and, and whatever. All of Elite Dangerous is, there's a massive fucking sandbox. Have fun. Do what, But I, I want to be a criminal. Okay, go do that. But I want to be an explorer. Go do that. I want to be Federation. Go do that. Like my, and, and my foibles, my, my nitpicks and foibles here are not with the player community's ability mm. to make do with what they have. Okay. I already know that they are accomplished. I've witnessed it. I've been a part of it myself. I know what we can do with the limited resources we have. Okay. My issues are with the resources that were given. Mm. How much better would fleet carriers be? First of all, I, I, I have never understood of why have you opened up Pandora's box to be able to give players credits, but only through the securitist route? Why have you opened up the ability to buy and sell, but only one at a time? These uh, are ridiculous choices. On, on the buy and sell thing, only one at a time, I, I agree with you. That's just dumb. And that dumb. Should, should get addressed. With regard to the why are you making it available for players to sort of trade money, but through the securitist route, I would cite as the prime example for that your very interesting and heated exchange with Exegis that you guys went round and round for about 40 minutes and you guys actually got heated. You stayed civil, but at one point you made some kind of a comment or some kind of a whatever. And X even <laughs> was like, Hey, yeah, I know it's my show. And it was like, Ooh, okay. All right. We're getting in our feels a little bit here. So like, but I fucking love that conversation. I love, and for the record, I was on your side of the sort oh, of libertarian idea concept of the argument of like, no man, Yes, yes, you are going to have some RMT that's going to creep in, but it's it's such a small amount of it compared to the vast amount of freedoms that you are going to open up for player to player interaction by introducing yes. this. And he was on the protectionist side of, I mean, he he literally said it. If if they introduce that, if they introduce the ability for players to sell to players, 
that to me is straight up RMT, and I'm going to delete all my character, my my uh, stuff on stream. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, that was a very strong point to take. Um, and I'm glad that he subsequently hasn't. He's sort of adjusted his his viewpoint a little bit to to maybe sort of make room for the fact that it's like, okay, this is whatever. But I think yeah. that that circuitousness that you mentioned, like, well, how come it, it kind of you have to have sort of these hoops and whatever. I think it was specifically aimed at trying to allay the fears of the people that were in his camp on that argument. I don't. Okay. I think it was lazy. Hmm. That's it. I do. I, I, I think that the mechanic was pitched, created, slapped on. Nobody thought about an economy role. Nobody thought about what it would do to players. Nobody thought, what if they want to sell more than one thing at a time? What if they want to buy more than one thing at a time? I guarantee you. Hmm. That was not the focus of the thing. It, it wasn't the focus of the fleet carrier. It was just added on there. And you could tell that that kind of methodology pervaded throughout the entire design of it. As Yemex pointed out in, when we did that conjoined fleet carrier review, is this thing is surprisingly balanced because of the things that they did wrong. How, how badly it interacts with the universe and the galaxy around it is the only thing that keeps it in check. And if Can you, you fix these examples? things, well, like, like with buying and selling, how much, how great would it be if you could buy and sell multiple things, right? But what that would do is it would immediately break any kind well, of the, the fake economy that we have going on. To be, right? to be clear, to be clear, just in case anybody is mishearing or misinterpreting your words, you can buy and sell multiple, many, many different things. What you cannot do is buy and sell the same thing at the same time. And I agree with you that, that you should be able to do that. But like I'm, you can have buy orders and sell orders for a bunch of stuff up on your carrier manually what do you mean you see what i'm well okay <sighs> i mean of course it's manual it's it's your choice you're deciding what to buy and sell yeah i know but you couldn't uh, all right let's let uh, let's move on to something else then. um because I'm, okay. I'm just gonna fudge up on my words there okay <sighs> i think all right so I, I think maybe the single biggest gripe that you guys have with fleet carriers and one that has been echoed, I think, through a large group of the population is that you guys hate the anything to do with the concept of upkeep cost. Yeah. I am not a fan of upkeep. I will totally give you that. I don't understand why I don't own this thing. Um, why don't I own it? Let me let me answer that and, and see. Let's let's hash this out and see where we can. <laughs> change each other's viewpoints or or maybe open each other up to the possibility of something in between here's can i just real quick can i can i preemptively cut off the argument that everyone wants to make sure go ahead all right you're gonna you're gonna turn around and say the reason that we have upkeep is because if you if you didn't have upkeep then eventually it'd be like eve and there'd be abandoned fleet carriers all over the place and it's just a nightmare and it's and it's all about server upkeep and you have to get rid of them etc cetera, etc cetera. and in that case i will say no nope but go ahead okay 
I, in that case, I would say that there's an easy way of putting these things that if you haven't, if nobody's been on this fleet carrier in 60 days, then it just disappears from the universe. It gets put in an indivisible lockbox, and the minute they log back in, it can come back online perfectly fine. Okay, but go ahead. Cool. So uh, here's the reason why you need upkeep costs for fleet carriers. Because let's say for a moment that you're playing... Uh, I don't play those shooter games. Uh, you're playing Fortnite or Call of Duty or whatever, right? Okay. And somebody gives you a mod that puts you into, you know, the pilot god mode. So every time you sort of aim in the general direction of somebody, it's a headshot and you have a force field and anybody that shoots at you, the bullet just pings right off you and you don't get shot. That's going to be the most fun you've ever had playing God of War for about 20 minutes. And then you're going to uninstall it because there's no fucking point. It's boring as hell. There is no point or enjoyment in winning a game that you cannot lose. The point of a game is to balance your skill and planning and resource management and whatever else so that you can avoid the loss and get to the win. That's where the fun is in games. Okay. A fleet carrier. I elite was a sandbox. You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, it's also a game, as you just pointed out in the conversation like 10 minutes ago. Now, a fleet carrier is a big fuck-off asset that gives you tons of freedoms. You have the ability to trade stuff. You have the ability to store stuff. You have the ability to jump 500 light years in, you know, in one go. You have the ability to get to places that you can't reach in a ship. You have the ability to take a whole fleet with you and do stuff. You have all kinds of abilities to do things that you don't have generally already. And if it's a huge asset with tons of abilities, where's the balance? Where's the gameplay? Where's the downside? The, it, it, the downside is you have to manage your resources. You have to put it to a use. You have to earn credits or do whatever such that you get some use out of the thing and otherwise if you just buy it as a dick waving exercise and it's like hey look at me i'm rich i got five billion credits i can do a thing and you have no plan and you have no use and it's just a thing that's there well <laughs> it's you're going to lose you're going to eventually uh you know you're, you're losing money here and there until eventually it gets repoed or whatever that's so I'm okay with the idea of getting rid of upkeep cost entirely. Yes. If if you make fleet carriers destructible, because then you have a risk to oh, lose. That would be amazing. If, if, if you, but but otherwise, if, if fleet carriers, and, and I don't think they can make fleet carriers destructible because the salt, all of the salt. I'm talking, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking fat people at Pizza Hut levels of salt. Uh, uh, it, it's just Wilford Brimley diabetes levels of salt. So, like, okay. Did you watch the Pitt's uh, thing where they tried to get shot by a fleet carrier? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and then they, there was the same <laughs> one where they there was this, the same one where they all crowded in the engine of it too, which was so bizarre to see because it, it looked like they were all going into the proto molecule uh, area <laughs> of the expanse where they're all just shoved in there with a bunch of little ships. But like. That thing can't shoot. You, if you make the fleet carriers destructible, it, it's not going to fight back. It can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 
come on, it's it's crewed by crew members, so of course it can't hit the side of a barn from the inside. And they're all stormtroopers. But, but yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. There was, did you see the? There's a meme of somebody that had a motorcycle and it had a stormtrooper helmet on the front, and they said it's the safest motorcycle ever. It'll never, never hit crashed. anything. <laughs> yeah, it'll never hit anything. But anyways, it, it, they can't do that. They can't make fleet carriers destructible because of the salt. And since they can't make it destructible. There's only two things they can do. Either A, make it sort of useless because then it's balanced already if it has no powers, if it has no abilities. But they gave it a ton of abilities. So they have to say, okay, if you want this, you know, it's a, it's a summer home. You have to pay for that. You have to, you know, if you want to have a beach down, a beach house down at the shore, you got to fucking pay for that. Um, you only have to buy it once, though. That's the point no, I'm trying to make. No, that's absolute bullshit. A... When, when you when you buy a, a a summer house down the shore you have to pay the taxes on that every month oh, every uh, year you know if we're getting that that down to technical yeah come on realistically you say the electricity and the internet cost is my upkeep for elite so you know no i'm just saying it's a big it's a huge fuck off asset so it makes you have to the only way that you can't have that, that you can get like i said get rid of the the upkeep cost is if you make it destructible otherwise tell me where how can you lose with it once you buy it once you save up to buy it how can you possibly lose and if you can't possibly lose then what's the fucking point of playing well you're not going to get any argument from me there um realistically you can't lose with it now and there shouldn't be upkeep cost and it should be destructible i agree with you entirely I would absolutely love to go and pirate the hell out of every single fleet carrier I see, knowing damn well that it can't shoot me. So guess what? <laughs> if they make it, if they put it to the elite community as a vote, hey, we'll get rid of upkeep costs tomorrow. Fleet carriers are destructible. You mean about eight other guys are going to vote yes, and we're going to be shouted down by 99.9999999% of the community. Yeah, because most people just want the trophy, which is what we talked about earlier. All right. The people who make emergent gameplay are, or narrative or creation or anything like that, it's about eight in every thousand. So, at some point along the way, I would say three or four months ago, um, it seems like, and please excuse me, I'm not meaning to be disrespectful in how I express this, but I'm just going to say it bluntly, and then you can sort of we can we can talk it out. Sure. You went down the salty route. You you got salty. And you started making things sort of more sharply critical and openly critical of Frontier. And I feel like your trajectory within the community sort of changed some. And, and maybe I could be wrong. Maybe these are just long-held beliefs or whatever that you've had all along. But when you were doing sort of ship review videos, it wasn't that apparent. And as you've done more sort of open streams and whatever, where you're talking about just the sort of daily news and happenings and going ons and whatsoever of, of elite that that sort of became more visible, but it seems like you kind of fell a, a little out of love with the game. Is it, did you hit a, a bit of a slump in the game or is it, let's tell me from your viewpoint, from your words, what you feel sort of changed and and when you feel it changed and how you feel it's changed in your in your 
relationship with this game? Uh, I'll start off by saying I, I can't remember if this is something that we already touched on before we started recording or after. Um, <laughs> but it was before. It, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying different parts. Uh, yeah. I, I will say that... Uh, so, a fan had contacted me and mm-hmm. said that they were very you know helpful and anxious and they, they wanted to help me and they said I, I went and just bought you a second copy of the game nice so wow that's that's really nice that's really you know gracious of you etc cetera, etc cetera. and i attempted to go activate it on the elite site said it activated perfectly fine great wonderful can't log into it so okay now, a lot of people run into this problem. It was the first time I had run into the problem. Uh, basically, uh, they were in the middle of switching systems. And at that point, you needed to uh, create a whole other Steam account and then activate it and then go create another additional elite login for just the website and then register it again there with the code that Steam gave you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all right. Well, got that. I contacted uh, customer support. I said, well, we can't help you unless you have a receipt of the game. Okay, well, I, I don't have a receipt. It was obviously a gift from, you know, a fan. I could use a little help here. Well, we can't help you without a receipt for the game. All right. I said, look, I'd prefer ultimately not to have to contact this guy and say, hey, look, I'd love to accept your gift, but, you know, there's issues and now I need to I need you to show me the receipt. It's a little uncouth, you know, it's not great. Mm. So, but that's what you're going to have to do. Okay. Contacted the guy, said, hey, look, uh, sorry about that, but, you know, I'm having trouble. They want the receipt. That's not, he's like, I'll get it sorted out for you. It's not a problem. Okay, fine. Contacts me a day later, says, oh, yeah, you know, I I got it reset. All you have to do is create that second account and this and that, blah, 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 back and forth. Okay, fine. So I created a whole new Steam account. I created the whole new registration. I did this. I did that. I went to the Elite website, registered the code. No good. Hmm. So, okay. So I contact Paige at that point. And if you remember, Paige was working at oh, Frontier. Paige yeah. Yeah. Contact Paige. I said, I said, look, I, I don't mean to, to, you know, really escalate it to this point, but I don't want to, I don't want to swing influence or anything like that, but I'm having trouble here. A fan mm. tried to help me out, you know, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And she turns around, she goes, yeah, yeah, no, I totally understand. It's not a problem. Hey, next time, you know, the, the, something like this comes up, just contact me first. I'm like, oh, great. Wonderful. I, I thank you very much. I appreciate cool. it. Very cool. A couple of days goes by, no response. Send her an email. Said, hey, what, what, what's up? She goes, yeah, I looked over the file. You're going to need a receipt. Paige, I... I already got the receipt. I got the whole thing reset. You know, I, I, I did this. I did that. I, I even followed the correct steps. You know, mm-hmm. I, I already talked to you about this. She's like, yeah, I can't help you without a receipt. Like, Paige, you just, you just said if anything like this comes up again, you, you there was even an implication that you, I could get in a second account from you. Mm. Nothing. No response. Fine. Whatever. 
contacted the original guy said hey look man i'm really sorry just get a refund for yourself i don't need the second account it's fine he's like are you sure i'm like yeah i know it's fine i'm good it's fine i tried not to let that affect me but i mean you can hear your voice that it it definitely sort of did it's not a great first impression of dealing with frontier the company Hmm. but i also understand that it's frontier the company not elite dangerous the game okay Those are two different things you know i i'm not gonna let one affect my perception of the other that's you know immature okay, okay. Fine. all right and there were, okay. there were, there were a, a few more incidents that i'm not going to get into i actually now regret mentioning you know page even because i didn't want to call out anyone in, in particularly but Sure. You know, there, there were a couple of incidents where, you know, I would contact the company, wait and wait hmm. and wait and wait and months would go by and I wouldn't get a response until I finally called them out on Twitter and then I'd get a response and wait and wait and wait. Hmm. Okay, fine. I don't need necessarily a relationship with Frontier, the company that does not necessarily seem to want to have a relationship with me. All I need to do is play the game. I'm making these videos for me. Mm-hmm. I, I will be as gracious as I can be. Okay. But so then things inside, well, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> things sure. inside of Elite started to change. Okay. How so? Do you remember the September update? I absolutely remember the September update. Yeah. I... Go ahead. I was actually the first one to sign that letter. The very first one. Yeah, if I recall, and please correct me if I'm wrong and and provide insight because you will have more insight into it than I, I will. Sort of, as I recall, early on... That was sort of a project that you, uh, I think, Down to Earth Astronomy and sort of a couple other people had kind of kicked around. And it, it it sort of then became a thing where like there was like some sort of like almost like a, a council or something set up and then a whole like a group of a list of items were voted on. And it, it, it seems, and I, I could be wrong, but it seems like maybe that project started with one sort of trajectory and then mm-hmm. it, the trajectory changed and it kind of became a little more, let's say useless. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say who is who and what's done what or anything like that no these no guys are, these guys are my friends and uh you know i don't want i don't want to yeah hmm. i will say that I, I i did initially write a different letter that i mm-hmm. proposed uh that i wanted that i think would have been more effective that mm-hmm. and of course of course i'm going to think my own stuff is more effective i mean you know who, who doesn't think their own stuff is more effective um hmm. i wanted I thought it would be ideal if you were able to create a small group of people who had 
direct contact with a representative from Frontier or Frontier itself hmm. or have access to some of the dev teams and talk to them more directly and openly that was public to the community. And after the initial setup, the members of that group could and should have been voted on by that community. So ultimately, if you could, if you ran a team of gankers, let's say, or, or strictly PVP people, mm. and there's sub communities and sub communities, and you know that, you know, the gankers are part of PVP, et cetera. Yeah. If you could get all of your community people to sit there and vote for who you thought was best in your group to represent your interests to the company and therefore to the galaxy, you could have your voice heard. You could have the changes that you want seen in the galaxy at least have a voice so that ultimately it would be a strength between the community and the company. Sounds like what you're describing to me, and if you are, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need to crack another drink because it sounds like you're describing the Galactic Council for me. I am absolutely 100% describing the Galactic Council from Eve. Okay. I even grabbed their original charter, the one that's, you know, uh, no longer in use. Mm, yeah. But yes, I grabbed, my, I grabbed that original charter. I said, this is what we should be basing this off of. It's mm. not enough that they fix September up, the September update. It's not enough that these small things get fixed. Mm. They won't. But even if we just say that these are our demands, that's not enough. Because, I mean, realistically, what could they say is, oh, yeah, we'll work on it. Maybe fix one or two things and move on and say, we listen to the community. That is exactly what's going to happen. And it is happened. But hmm. even if best case scenario, all you guys are want to ask for is just a list of all these things to be fixed before they move on to, uh, to other development. Even if you get that, we're just going to have the same exact problem down the road. Verbatim. I said, and there were people who agreed with me and there were people who did not. And ultimately it was hurting cats. If you know the exp expression. Oh, I definitely know the expression. Yeah. You you won't find a Marine NCO that doesn't know the expression. <laughs> That's right. I keep forgetting. <sighs> yeah. So ultimately, um, a second letter was drafted. I signed that one. And then we had the support of some of the community. He backlash from the rest of it. And... You could tell me I'm wrong, but ultimately I feel like it came back to bite us in the ass. Is that we got blamed for the delay of every other development after that fact. And the company, you know, came out looking golden like they listened to us and they tried to work with the community and nothing happened. Uh, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not going to say I don't, I, I don't think anybody came off looking particularly great from the September uh, update no. and everything that ensued, including the company, including your sort of movement or whatever you want to call it. Um, honestly, I feel like, how do I put this? Um, there can be times where someone can do something that you're not a fan of, and you could tell them bluntly that you're not a fan, but 
that may be sort of less likely to be useful to your cause, or you can try to sort of handle it diplomatically. And not to say that telling somebody off from time to time is wouldn't be warranted, but just to say that it might prove to be less effective than sort of approaching things in a way more genteel way. There's mixed philosophies on the letter that came out. I mm-hmm. didn't particularly care for it. I thought it would went a different way. What, I don't, what didn't I, you care for? I'm sorry? What what didn't you care for? Did it was it too hard, too soft, too what 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 what, what what from the final product do you wish if you could go back right now and if you had absolute control over it, you would have said, let's do this this way. You you may have noticed from talking to me that I'm fairly blunt. Seem uh, nice to me, but I'm a Marine. I, I, I'm a horrible judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, when I say you, you can't tell that I uh, spent some time around uh, military people growing up. No, not at all. Mm. Um... I'm a blunt individual. I, okay. I don't like to waste time unless I feel like there's a, a, a reason for it. Okay. Um, you know, if I'm doing it for humorous effect or, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the point. But hmm. in other words, I, I like to get to where I'm going. I, I my, my own letter was along the lines of, I don't want to come off as insulting or we don't want to come off as insulting. We want you to know that we appreciate the game. We appreciate the work you do. We appreciate the world you put it, uh, the work you put into it, and the world as it stands. However, mm-hmm. these are glaring issues that have been ignored. They've been overshadowed. They need to be fixed. And the September update is a, an example of exactly just how bad this has gotten. We would like to help you. The, the the whole idea of uh, baited servers was from that letter. Is it was uh, you need to establish a permanent beta server mm. that we can come in and test these changes for you. We need to establish an infrastructure where we can communicate with you, where we can give you proper feedback, where we can be assured if problems are going to be worked on or not. Mm. We need some amount of accountability, and we would like to work with you to get that done. Mm. That's it. It would very. I don't know. I might be able to find it if I dig for it somewhere. But along those lines, I, I felt like the the letter we ended up pushing out was a bit too wishy washy for my taste. But hmm. Okay. Realistically, though, that's not the point. Uh, it, it's it's you support you support the choices that the majority made. Hmm. And. That's why I don't join a lot of teams. I, I very much rankle on the idea of somebody else speaking for me. I generally, if I want to say A, I'm going to say A. And if you're like, that's cool. How about A and B? I'm going to be like, that's nice. You can fuck off and tell whoever A and B. I'm going to say A because that's what I came to say. Uh, not to say that I would particularly. I think the issue, I think the, the whole issue with that is not so much even like. I, I feel like you're going to get maybe a prickly response from a company who's going, okay, you're a bunch of people that are now sort of trying to sort of grasp a certain amount of power that we're not willing to give. 
we're going to do things our way. And if we set up, you know, betas or we set up this or we set up, you know, private groups to test stuff or we do anything private, public, however, whatever, wherever, they're going to be like, we're going to do it our way. And we're not I, I don't think you're going to find very many companies outside of Iceland that are going to say like, yeah, sure, you can talk with our developers. Fuck it, have a beer with them. Like th those guys, CCP is like a crazy anomaly in the software industry. By and large, if you try that with Square Enix or Bethesda or Microsoft or EA or name your, you know, Blizzard, name your game company, I think they're going to tell you, absolutely, you want direct access to our devs? Give us $300 next year when BlizzCon comes around <laughs> and you can sit down with 8,000 other smelly nerds and listen to them talk for a half an hour before they tell you, all right, fuck off. Don't you have phones? And leave. Like, there's not going to be a lot of software companies who's going to say, sure, talk to our devs. They're going to tell you, hey, we have a community team for a reason. You talk to them and then they talk to the devs. And, you know, I, I don't know. That's well, it actually it, it actually came out that most people turned around and shied away from the player council idea because they felt that we were self-elevating ourselves above the community. Mm. And to an extent that that could be observed as true. I mean, I, I did posit the idea of elections eventually, but, you know, once you got the infrastructure up and running, but, you know, whatever. Um, interesting that you should bring up those examples, though. So. I would say first off that if you it depends on what you're trying to build. Mm. If you're trying to build a Final Fantasy, no, nobody cares, and that would be laughed off of a laughed off in an email. Mm. If you're trying to build an online persistent MMO with at least halfway shaped economy or a fake economy, or if you're trying to can grab a player base that you want to live in your game for the next ten years, are you uh, referring to Star Citizen? maybe a little okay i'm gonna have to stop you right there and say you're gonna have to refer to what eve actually happening that's what I'll i said eve. eve yes but i that's when i said i started off dude eve if, if, like when you go to 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 the, you know the the eve what was it, those eve fests or whatever literally you're talking about game developers they made a video that they released at their eve fest where it was you know, we're CCP, we march on tirelessly, excellent is what we strive to be. If you want to follow us to the top, harden the fuck up. And then they literally, they really, <laughs> the devs released a video of them rapping that. And then they turned around and that was their actual response. If you contact customer support and say, hey, Goonswarm just stole, Suez just stole my Titan, they will send a response that says, htfu harden the fuck up in yep. their game they specifically say that if you get robbed if somebody hacks you know steals your stuff and whatever like that's, that's a game mechanic fault. yeah that's actually you know I, I there's a story in eve of a crazy fucking russian corp that they attacked and when a guy brought in his super cap ship when a guy brought in his titan right mm. these guys had socially engineered what apartment building he was in and the, the Russian group cut power to the building, which left his Titan exposed. It got it, it immediately got tackled and got taken down, and he lost his ship. Like, that's, See, that's not, beautiful. That's I, okay. On the one hand, as as a 
crazy person, I could tell you that I kind of agree with your statement there. But on the other hand, from a software development corporation standpoint, again, name me a company outside of Iceland that's going to do that. Now, see, funny you should mention that you, you you talked about Blizzard and they say, okay, fine, give us $300 and come to the next BlizzCon, blah, 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 blah. What if I told you that, wow, World of Warcraft had a secret player council of people who were have been in the game for so long and you do have direct lines with the devs and you get to talk about what's going on with your community, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I would say that I don't really believe it. I believe I would say that I believe that there's a certain amount of there might be some people that have been around for forever that are inside that might be sort of content creator type whatever that have some inside access. But I don't feel that there's some secret council that what but I actually don't I played WoW hardcore and then I noped out of that a while back because of some of yep. the design decisions they made where I was a I was a WoW raider. I was a vanilla WoW raider, and I raided also Lich King, and we had server first uh, Illidan kills and all this stuff. You know, Black Temple clears and whatever. And then I saw where it was going. It was getting more and more people were complaining. This is too hard. This is whatever. Oh, they've got shamans. I want. Oh, I want paladins. Yeah. And they started to homogenize stuff, and they started to suck all the life out of it. And I was like. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm out. You know, you know they need to do that, right? Otherwise, it becomes the Jenga Tower. Yeah, but Jenga, it also Jenga takes Tower of features for me. So, yeah, no, I totally get it. If if you don't, if you lose your ability to exploit a a certain you know uh, class with items with the spell count with this and that blah 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 blah. No, then why did you put all that? Okay, I'm not talking about that. The the ability to exploit or whatever. I'm talking about just flavors having stuff where it actually makes it interesting and unique when you homogenize everything it's it loses the interest for me ah now see what do we call an exploit versus versus uh intended gameplay at that point well i'll give you an, uh, an example intended gameplay obviously for the last year and a half has been mining is crazy fucking strong that's intended gameplay uh, this SLF mining thing is an exploit. So I would say that's where you draw the line. Even if it's something that I personally disagree with, even if I look at it and go, mining's a little stronger than where I would have it. And obviously Frontier have agreed because they've they've attempted, no, just, I'll admit it, disastrously, as, as far as the dot three patch goes, they've attempted to sort of start it to roll that back and fix it and bring it in line. And it's broke right now. It'll, it'll mm. get fixed next week, whatever. But... I think, you know, I, I, I just interviewed Arthur and Steven last week, and we, we talked for a good bit about that. And we talked about the dot three patch we talked about. And I, I told them, like, I don't think that all things need to be equal. I, I'm 100% okay with the idea of mining being stronger than other things just from a financial standpoint because there are different reward levels and things for different tracks i.e you don't get to put your name on a planet when you're mining only when you're exploring you're not going to have those crazy fun silly moments when you're mining it's that you have when you're doing combat but i feel that even having said that even with the idea that i think mining should give you a little more direct monetary value than other things i think that with regard to combat a they could still 
sort of double or triple the payout without it being still as high as mining and maybe have some additional reward in in the form of maybe high end like g5 mats upping the, the materials a little like doing something i think for exploration if they were to keep you have a unique benefit there if you get to put your name on shit, that's awesome i think maybe you could afford to um up the money just a little bit and then in addition to that you could afford to i think there could be a mechanic where maybe as an explorer you could do a a, a, a you know a dagama or a a, a columbus uh type situation where you're like i am exploring in the name of you know leon re well i'm doing it for edward mahan and you could go out and maybe there's some way that some portion of your exploration or whatever could get funneled to your power play or to your pmf or something um i, I think they do need to find ways to increase the rewards for everything that's not mining so what if I told you that there already was a secret group of people who talk with elite devs? I would say that's awesome. I hope to God you start doing it better so that some maybe better feedback can come back and some things can happen better. So I got to tell you, I, I found that one out about two months ago. Um, that was pretty much the nail in my coffin right there that for for hope is that the thing that I had intentionally designed in my I head do. is a better Sorry, way. Captain. Yeah, as a better way for the game to improve and for the community to be heard already happened, but it was kept secret instead. And here we are. Uh, well, so they had the the what was that the the D what are the the D developer design council or whatever the DD or whatever they there was an old thing on the forums the one if you get triple elite yeah no not that the, there was a different but you're saying that there's an actual right now current project going on where there is a council of secret players that are in direct con contact with elite devs or with like <laughs> what are you I, I, what are you alleging I, I, or you don't have I, to can tell you only that there is a secret room in a place much like the one we're in right now where communication from a handful of people can go straight to the company. That's about it. That's great. Uh, and I would also question, uh, are these people all minors? Because, like, there's some definite things <laughs> that I would have wanted to pass along at some point if I were... If but that's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. You're not being heard. None of us are actually being heard. I, I and feel what's worse is that it's, it's, it's not like our voices aren't being broadcast enough. That's not the problem. That would be a good thing. Mm. It's the problem is that we are, you know, visible... Hmm. And they decide to make the sharp left turn anyway. I I feel like I'm being heard. I mean, me personally, I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like I I, I you know I, last well, week I had a two hour long conversation with a couple community managers. I've I I have gotten some responses here or there. I've had you know private conversations with Doctor K about stuff that that I was like, oh okay, that's interesting, or that you know whatever I've. I've gotten reached out from a couple of devs, you know, on Twitter or whatever with like 
hey man that was really cool i like that show or hey whatever and, like i feel like i'm hurt now yes okay. there's always room to feel like you could be heard more if so here's here's where i'm gonna if there's let's say for example that there is the secret room that you're talking about on a discord somewhere would i turn down an invite hell no i would gladly go in there and i would kill them with i would write up that's probably why i don't get an invite i would write up page long reports with ideas <laughs> and that's probably where they're like oh this guy just he's fucking getting on my last nerve he won't shut up so like that's probably why i'm not there but like i feel like i'm I, i'm glad if that exists even if i never get an invite to myself that makes me happy just the thought that it exists because at least there's a shot that some of us can talk to some of them and make some of the changes that I think most of us agree needs to happen. I will tell you that you feel like you're heard because you have actually communicated with the company. You've had presumably some kind of interaction, this and that, blah, 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 blah. I haven't. Okay. I don't feel heard. Okay. I don't feel seen at all. I have mm. never been tweeted at. I've mm. never gotten any kind of endorsement, self-promotion, anything like that. I'm not complaining. Okay. I'm not turning around and saying that, you know, oh, I didn't get my bottle. You know, oh, well, the company doesn't see me. Hey, I'm so done with this. It's not about attention. Okay. It's, I'm not, the message that as I, as I have received it, mm. is I am not wanted or welcome. <sighs> now, so the Go community, ahead. I know for a fact that you guys love my work. You, mm -hmm. I've gotten nothing but positive feedback. Well, mostly positive feedback on yeah. anything that I put out on YouTube. Reddit, you know, is happy with me. Uh, the Frontier forums are happy with me. All great. All wonderful. I haven't been a featured commander. Like They ended the feature when I applied. Mm. I haven't actually been talked to by any community manager. Nobody's volunteered to come on my show or nothing like that. Hmm. No, it's, I'm not saying I deserve those things either. I just get the feeling that when it happened with fleet carriers and then it happened here, hmm. if you're not invited to the party, they don't want you there. Okay. And I'm not offended by that. I'm not saying I'm owed it. I'm just hmm. saying I'm smart enough to walk away. When I'm you say waste my time. When you say you weren't invited with fleet carriers and you're not invited here, can you clarify what the here you're referring to is just for anybody who sort of didn't see your tweet or whatnot? You were particularly excited for fleet carriers. You may have noticed that about five or six people were running the same exact trailer about an hour or two before and after the actual live announcement. Oh, I don't think I saw anybody running the trailer before the announcement but after yeah lots of people had put out content on it absolutely mm -hmm. i can't think of anyone other than some online quote unquote game journalism's journalism groups that need to learn to keep their fucking mouth shut if they're you know <laughs> hold something privately and and whatever and, and have shown that they have no journalistic integrity to my mind I, I don't know of anybody that ran stuff beforehand. I caught it about 10 minutes before the live debut. I'm not going to say it. And again, these people are friends of mine. I'm not, I'm not 
outing anyone. I'm not saying, oh, look at these terrible people who are in bed with the company. I, I don't really care. And to be perfectly clear, most people shouldn't care. It shouldn't matter if your favorite creator is actually talking with the company and, you know, they get some advanced stuff. All it means is that they can you know, make something that for you a little bit earlier than everyone else. That's yeah. all. Yeah. It's, but it is a leg up. It is a form of endorsement. It is a way of say, of the company saying, hey, we like what you're doing. We're going to help you out a little bit. I, I think it might be a little of that. And it might also be a little of them reaching out to the community saying, hey, we think that you guys are going to be the ones that shape how this is viewed. We want to sort of answer questions and whatever with you so that let's be honest. Number one, there, so just just from a general viewpoint, it's like we want to make sure there's no miscommunications. But also, let's, again, be honest, there's a little bit of implied, hey, man, we're going to give you the inside scoop. You're going to be more favorable towards what we're putting out. And hopefully, you know, if you can spin it one of two ways, you're going to choose the way that we like the more. Yeah, I mean, that's how journalism, game journalism usually works today. But... No, for the most part, I'm not going to say any of these guys would would do that. Um, the ones I know about, anyway. Mm. And oh, and I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, they're buying you out. I'm not trying to be nefarious in how I describe it. I'm saying just human nature. Hey, man, let me buy you a beer. Awesome. And then, you know, you pitch an idea. I'm going to be more likely to be like, that guy's cool. And his idea, that's pretty all right with me, you know? No, I mean, look, realistically, if, if if it's just down to something that relatively harmless and meaningless, yeah, no, I don't consider that any kind of uh, buying or anything like that. Anyway, I did the same thing with Ion. Um, you know, Exegius turned around and says, he goes, hey, man, I, I, I like this. Can you can you whip me up a banner or something that I can just put up there to, you know, show support? I said, sure. So I did. And after that, I said, you know what? Actually, that's not a bad idea. I contacted a few people. I said, I said, hey, you know, give me a shout on the community tab or something like that. That'd be great. I want to see if I can, you know, get some people putting eyes on this. Mm. Um, they said, yeah, sure, man, no worries. Because they would, I would do the same thing for them. And, you know, we're all friends here. That's different than, you know, the, the implication that we'll give you early access if, you know, you only say positive things, if you toe the line, you know, it's only good things, get people hyped. Oh yeah, no, that's I don't think, that's I don't different. Think that. I don't think any of these guys would 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 do that. And I don't think the company would be dumb enough to, yeah, try that either. Yeah, no, I no, nobody's suggesting that at all. Okay, so that was the the previous thing, and you said, and this current thing. Can you give some? Because you made a tweet that made a public declaration the other day, and and. I don't, I, the, people might be listening to this conversation going, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> uh, so every once in a while, even though I haven't been on Elite in over a month, mm. um, every once in a while, well, pretty much every video I put out, someone says, why aren't you doing Elite stuff? Why aren't you doing the fighters? Why aren't you doing this? Well, because they don't want me there. And I, I, don't, I don't actively say it, but, and I don't have, you know, an email saying that, you know, oh, we're never going to work with you or anything like that, blah, 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 blah. What I do have is an overabundance of circumstantial evidence that says, you know, we don't really care for you. And so 
you know what? I'll even admit it. There's a little bit of an emotional, you know, hey, this is why. Okay. Stop asking. I don't work in elite anymore because I don't agree with how things are shaping out. And clearly they don't want me there. So just to clarify, because again, there's might be people that are like, oh, I, I did, yeah, I didn't clarify. Yeah, okay. There, Apparently, there, um, morphologists, if, if you guys are, if are not familiar, he's a star citizen streamer. Um, actually I like morphologists. I love his, uh, the architect review series that he does. I think he's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, he put apparently said something on the stream about how he uh, got access to Odyssey and, you know, how he's going to be one of their, uh, he's on that campaign and everything like that, but he can't talk about it because he's on NBA. And I already happen to know of a few people who were already invited at the same time he, uh, Morphologist was. I already knew the situation, but figured if any, everyone else knew about it now, it doesn't matter. So okay. I threw up a tweet. I said, Elite, uh, Frontier is giving out uh, access to early, er, Odyssey's early beta. There it is. This is why I'm not covering Elite. I wasn't invited. And it, and then Fine. you ended with, why work where I'm not wanted? Exactly. And uh, you made the analogy in a stream earlier today that um, something to the extent of, why would I want to be hanging around outside Mopey at a birthday party? You know, if they don't want me, if they, if I don't, if they don't invite me to the party. And I responded at the time to you that like, why would you be expecting an invite to a birthday party when you've been throwing rocks at the birthday boy? Right. And, and I feel like there's, I, I feel like there's some validity to that statement. Otherwise I wouldn't have made it. I feel like there's, sure. there's definitely a, a, a a way that you can look at some of the critiques uh, that have been sort of growing sharper and sharper that you've had with Frontier over the last whatever period of time, three or four months that we've been talking about here. And you can say like, yeah, you've kind of become sort of the young Padawan of Yamix. And I think there's sort of some ability from the company's viewpoint to look at it and say, we're not too thrilled with some of the sort of streams that that Yamix and the pilot have put out recently and some of their observations and maybe the way that they've chosen to express themselves. And, you know, and that, that's that is their right. My, my issue isn't that I wasn't invited to the party. I don't need to be given a reason for why I wasn't invited to the party. OK, if, if it's something is small and petty as we personally do not like you or the company that you keep fine it doesn't actually change anything okay if i'll walk away anyway i mean i do have my pride maybe not as much as i should but i got more of ego than pride okay um (laughs) when you when you started making your your sort of the pilot video series and you started doing just reviews about ships and whatnot um you know, you, you you weren't getting beta invites or NDAs or whatever it is, council, secret council on a Discord somewhere. You didn't have any of that. You just had, hey, man, this is a cool game. I like the flight mechanics. These ships are kind of cool. I'm going to make a thing. Like, Well, I played for a year and a half before that, but yeah. Yeah, okay. 
But I, I'm I mean, just so like I'm not invited to whatever this secret council Discord thing that you're talking about is, and you know it's like well, right? And, and I, by no I, means I, do I, I, feel I wish I was. That would be cool. But like, and if yeah. hey guys, if you want, if anybody wants to tap me on the shoulder and give me the Illuminati handshake, I'm in. <laughs> but um, but like. What makes me think I'm entitled to an invite? Not not what makes you think you're entitled to an invite, but just what makes you feel that not getting an invite to a thing that may or may not exist, um, that a very small group of people get an invite to, would would make you sort of not like not love the flight model, not love the ship, or is this a situation where you're like, I love the flight model, I love the ships. I'm just falling out in love with the company and meh, I feel like it's time to move on. Well, like I said, uh, I do try to keep Frontier separate from Elite Dangerous. Mm. Uh, Inevitably, at this point, it's unavoidable. Uh, I I fire up Elite and I'm just sad. I I, am upset with the way things have gone, the direction things have gone. I don't... Mm. I'm flooded with history from everything it's not really my thing anymore i can't it's it has too much baggage attached to it but as far as what why do i feel like i deserve any recognition i don't i don't feel like i'm entitled to it all but realistically you you do start to wonder and this is natural for anybody if you see people get invited who have less I don't want to be indirectly insulting either. Mm. Um, if you if you see people who are invited who have do this, use me as an example. Let's say I'm in I'm invited. I'm in the Illuminati, whatever, and just you can insult the fuck out of me. I don't care. Okay, so so let's say you have a channel that has I don't know a thousand subs. Okay, mm-hmm. you you put out work that's basically you know you screaming into a mic that's not audio balanced and the camera is. It's just an hour and a half of you staring at the cockpit, not doing anything particularly interesting. So you have seen my work. (laughs) (laughs) That guy gets an invite. Okay. Okay. Sure. Whatever. The guy who's 135,000, it's morphologists, you know, not even in the genre entirely. Hmm. Well, he's in the genre. He's not. He's not in the uh, the individual subject. Yeah. But I, I honestly, let's look at let's. If you use him as an example, I think if there is a secret, you know, Illuminati handshake thing going on, I think that's the perfect guy to get. I would if I was if I worked for Frontier, and I was in their marketing whatever team. If I was their person, oh, no, he's a good choice. He's an absolutely great can, choice to bring you in. Can grab, you can grab. No Man's Sky and and Star Citizen players. If you start finding some very cool influencers in those two games and and get them on board to your little dealio, absolutely. And realistically, I know exactly why they went after him. Um, he does an excellent, uh, like I said, architect review series. He's mm. a dedicated streamer, and he has so much conversion. He has so many credits lined up from uh, people who have used his referral code, referral code to get other players into Star Citizen. My God. Nice. 
Yeah, exactly. No doubt that you should absolutely grab that guy. Okay. No doubt in my mind. Okay. The problem, the, 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 the thing that nestles into your head is, well, wait a minute. What exactly are the qualifications for to be tapped into the shul- on the shoulder then? Mm. Now, I'm not going to toot my own horn too much here, but I know a lot of people like my stuff. Mm-hmm. I know I've released a good amount of stuff. Mm. I know that I've made Frontier a good chunk of money from the amount of people who have bought the game because of me. Okay. Now, do I have any exact figures on that last one? No, absolutely not. Is it anywhere near morphologist? God, no. But we know of one guy. Well, he might have got his money back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, I mean, realistically, you know, Hmm. Okay, so if if it's not a marketing issue, if it's not that my numbers aren't good enough, okay, it's probably just a personal issue. But even if it wasn't, it's it's all a great thought experiment. But realistically, even if it wasn't, even if it's just, you know, hey, we don't want to work with you because we think you're unprofessional, fine. I can admit it. I, I'm a little unprofessional. I told a number of uh, pro-Trump people who have left comments on my, uh, you know, Python video to go, find them see themselves out the airlock you know Mm. i get it but realistically it doesn't matter if it's personal professional whatever if they don't want you there why should i be there i but here's the thing i don't i don't necessarily see them not actively reaching out to you saying they don't want you there they don't actively reach out to 99 percent of everybody but that doesn't they still want everybody there but like in the backdrop of this, in the backdrop of you feeling more and more sort of disillusioned with the company, not not so much the game, but the company, um, you have gone out and created this ION, this uh, uh, Inner Orion Network initiative that is kind of doing a very big, very sort of public servicey news for the for the sort of for the people thing um it, it yeah what would what would sort of make you take on that project when you're feeling sort of like it might be time for me to move on so the pilot is for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I make those videos for me, not for anybody else, not for community or the game or the ships. Or, I make them for me. Mm-hmm. Ion is for everybody else. Ion is for the community. I still, still deep down want people to feel like they're heard. Mm. I want I want this community to be able to reach out and in some way if you choose to put your story out there in the hopes that somebody else will listen to it i will give you a platform i will give you that option to be heard if you want it okay it's not for me it's for everybody else and i built it because it had to be built 
I'm going to give you two scenarios and you tell me what has to happen to make that scenario happen for you. Okay. Sure. Number one, you uninstall your account and you never log into Elite Dangerous again. Okay. Number two, you sort of reignite your love affair with Elite Dangerous and let's just say hit the reset button, start in with sort of maybe even it doesn't have to be as a creator at first, just with the passion of, of a player and then, you know, do a talk show, do a video series, do a something, you know, at some point down the, down the line, sort of work as a content creator in elite again, maybe again, maybe not right off the bat. Maybe you just spend six months as a player, just out in the galaxy doing your thing. And then something scratches an itch that gets you back into content creation, sort of on the on the level of the you know the ship reviews of old. All right. So, for me to put it down and not pick it back up again and not feel an ounce of pity uh, or guilt, I could do that right now. I haven't actually fired up Elite and played in months. But realistically, that's because I'm busy making a whole other series. I've, mm. I've made a, you know, I, I've been working on, um, I, I did my first classic love of Spaceship. I did the Starbridge. I did uh, the 890 Jump from Star Citizen, the Raptor from X4. I just did FDL last week, which nobody loved. Mm. Nobody. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I don't f feel like I'm missing anything in elite. The things you mentioned before about the fleet carrier, the awesome things that you can do with it. Like you can go to unexplored previously, you know, uh, unavailable areas. Yeah. But when you go there, there's still going to be the same geyser that was in the other area. Still going to be all the same stuff. There's, there's not much to do. I'm fairly bored when I play Elite now. Yeah. And it gets like that way for everybody. I, I don't consider that a... Uh, yeah, people go through know. peaks and valleys of their interest exactly. in things. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with taking a healthy, like, man, I'm going to go play Red Dead Redemption 2, or man, I'm going to go balls deep into Final Fantasy, or holy crap, a new rated WoW's coming out. And then, you know, you, you, you know, a month or two or three or six down the line you come back and you sort of reignite your love affair with elite it's there it's it's not costing you anything per month so it's the perfect it's it's uh, the elite is you know the perfect mistress that you can just keep coming back to here and there whenever you when, whenever the, the the fancy strikes you and then oh, yeah. i mean analogy but but the thing is is that it, content here's here's a little bit behind the curtain for people who are listening who mm. you know may think otherwise content creation is vastly different than just playing something yes uh i'm not when i when i when i make my ship reviews i'm not in there having fun i'm in there planning a camera angle and making sure nobody's trying to blow me up as I'm coming into, you know, a certain area or this or that. Or if I am trying to get blown up, I need to make sure that I have the camera in the right space in order to get the explosion. Mm. You know, <laughs> um, 
yeah they're, they're, they're two different things one one is for fun one is for creation and if i ever if if in the future i get that itch to go uh you know fire it up because i want to go fly around it's more than likely not going to lead to a scenario where i'm making a video about it now granted there are people out there who can do that they totally just play and stream themselves having fun and you know that's their whole channel and they don't have to care but that's not what i do that's not what i make okay and uh i mean look realistically there are games you just get tired of or you have to itch to play like you ever you ever play uplink i have not it is an old game a very old game where you are a hacker for hire and uh the whole game takes place in like a fake computer like 1980s ish terminal but somehow also futuristic thing and you know you spend the game hacking for various corporations and then at the end it's one major mega corporation versus the other mega corporation you get to choose your side and you know you go ahead and once a year i will install that game play up to the point where I have a certain tool, go make myself a million dollars, which is a lot there. Mm. Be content with myself as the greatest hacker in the universe and then leave it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a theme that you keep coming back to. I had a, I had that for a few years. Uh, I went through like an eight or nine year run of every year i would at about the same time of year and i don't know why and i should probably see a psychologist about this or something but uh i would reread some of all fears the a, a very specific book that's one of my favorite books it's a great book but i would just reread some of all fears over and over and over at about the same time every year and then it's something just happened and i just didn't uh i don't know yeah all right it, it's just something your brain needed to do you don't know why but it, it's there. Yeah, I totally get it. I, certain, I really do. Certain pieces of art, whether it's a book that you reread over and over and over over the years or a game that you, you know, replay or or the exactly. way that some people watch a Christmas story uh, every Christmas, you know, uh, it's just there's certain things that people do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let me ask you, we, we've, we've, we've hit the first thing of, you know, what would what could make you hit the door we, we we let's look at the second thing what what could reignite whatever is it is there a chance that you know new things in odyssey i mean we're gonna get news i i would be willing to bet anybody and i could be wrong but i would be willing to bet first off we're getting a dev diary in august i think that's going to be awesome i think it's probably going to be around mid-august and i would also be willing to bet a lot of money that we're going to get a big sexy trailer somewhere around August 27th. And the reason why I say that is because Frontier Developments have signed on to be a partner on Virtual Gamescom, which is going on on August 27th. The, the, you know, the, the video, the, the last video that they released, the short teaser trailer for uh, Odyssey, I believe they screwed up. It was meant to be released at the IGN because, and, and the way that I say that, the reason why I say that is a releasing it right the week before you release fleet carriers makes absolutely no sense from a marketing standpoint. And yep. B, B, they actually showed footage from the extended, from that video. They showed that whole trailer and had an extended sort of thing where some schmucko was interviewing Pierce, uh, um, 
what's his name? Pierce Anthony? Pierce, I, I don't know. Not Pierce Morgan. That's the that's the weird. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Pierce Morgan? What? No. Oh, Pierce, right. Pierce Anthony. He's a he's a developer over at, at Frontier. Uh, okay. Works on Elite. Um, was was asking him questions based on that trailer. So that I, I think very 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 clearly that trailer was meant to come out two weeks after it did uh, at at the IGN. Well, it, it, the argument whether it was intentional or, or not, and it's actually both. Um, Yes, it obviously uh, went out way too early by mistake. Somebody hit publish instead of uh, schedule. No, I don't think anybody but, hit publish. They, it was just that it was linked to a list, and somebody screwed up in when they linked it to the list. That it was, you see what I'm saying? If you create, well, yeah, I, I do, but, but I will tell you also that uh, it went down, and then about. An hour and a half later, it went back up. Oh, yeah, of course. It had to, because at that point, there were 19 different people that had, including, yeah. you know, Yamix and, and several other people had their version of it already up. So it's like, all right, well, it, it's it's one of those. It's one well, of those. That's what the corporate toy line is, man. You know, at this point, it was intentional. That's the company has always intended to do it this way. <laughs> oh, yeah, But I mean, when, you're, when your daughter comes home pregnant, it's a little late to teach her about, you know, sex education. So it's one of those situations where like, well, we're screwed. This is what we're dealing with now. This is the new reality. Let's deal with it. Yeah, and exactly. On, on that note. Need another one. <laughs> All right. So. But so I, I would think come August 27th, the weekend of, we're going to get a big, sexy trailer. I'm, if I would have put some money down, I would say Ice Planets and, and other aspects of gameplay, whatever. I think they're going to need to show us a little bit of what this uh, social hubs or whatever is. They're going to need to show us a new ship. I think it's incredibly stupid to think that a game where the whole fun of the game comes in flying your ships... You can come up with the thing where you say, give us $40. We're not giving you any new ships. They're giving us new ships. So we're going to yeah. see a sexy trailer with a new ship or two. We're going to see ice planets. I think could be wrong, whatever. But we're going to see some stuff. Is there any going back to my previous question of what could make you what could reignite your love affair? Is there anything that you envision seeing happening there? Or is there anything that you envision, whether it would be uh, who knows frontier reaching out and and putting out a tweet saying like hey man how, look at how amazing this series of of uh ship reviews is or hey man uh look at this or that or the other um what what do you envision sort of that could happen what what can you see what can they dangle in front of you content wise or otherwise that would put you in a mind frame where you would be willing to Mm, sort of shack back up with that X for a weekend and see if it's good. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to tackle this in a immediate terms versus long term. Okay. <sighs> Immediately. My, my immediate defensive brain wants to turn and say, I don't actually want it. Mm. If someone reached uh, by the way uh i say this because somebody else reached out and said hey man actually you know you could get in and you know you could do this and you could mm -hmm. and it'd be fine and as he told me that i realized i don't want it mm. I, at this point realistically a a, a series of tweets are like oh check out the pilot and, no don't do that i'm not 
I'm not bitter that I didn't get in. I'm not upset or angry, and I especially don't want the pity. That's not the problem. The problem was, it was, was there was no recognition in the first place. And you know what? Realistically, that's fine, too. If I'm not going to go where I'm not wanted, and I especially don't want the pity invite. However, long term, if we're talking like 2021 when this is out and there's new ships to play with and fly and this and that. Well, yeah, of course I'm going to log in and go fly them. Of course I'm going to go play with it. I did 37 videos on these ships. Of course I want to see where they go with it and if they changed anything or learned anything or, you know, listen hmm. to feedback. Of course I want to know. Hmm. Will I make a video about them? I don't know. Maybe. I think you're going to see a whole new aspect of ships as well. You're going to see uh, it just makes sense if they're building a lot of this stuff around you know, sort of atmospheric landings and elite feet, right? Uh, you're going to see, you're going to have to see, it makes sense, you're going to have to see ships that are created towards and modules that are created on for existing ships along the lines of supporting sort of air-to-ground activities, whether that be a hot drop for troops, whether that be close air support, you know, some sort of modules that are like hard points that, you know, bombs or, or, or like, you know, guided munitions or, or whatnot, you're going to have to, so you're going to not only see some new ships, but I think you're going to see a new aspect of what ships do and how they do it. Or maybe oh, I'm love a support crew. I, dude, I've been dreaming about this stuff for a long time. I mean, you go back and look at the T10. I turn around and said, "Can we make this into a science ship? Can I put in a science bay? Can I go down to these ocean worlds and pick up this this uh, alien creature and bring him back and study him and unlock a new part? Can I make this? Can I? Do- I would I absolutely. Good. I, I remember from your from that video where you point at that bubble and that thing, and you're like, "Can we right there? Can that be a thing where we've got you know science officers looking out and whatever?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would absolutely love all of those things. Mm. I would 100 elite itself is a wondrous and great platform to launch ten thousand other little things on top of it to make it amazing. All right, that's the inter- end of the interview. Good night, everybody. <laughs> that's yeah right that's what makes it sad that's why i'm sad when i log in because it's not gonna happen it just isn't and i, I can't be you know ahead. i can't hold on to that hope that and i can't give feedback to deaf ears i i mm. it's frustrating and realistically i don't i would love to be wrong I want to point that out here. If anybody's listening out there saying, Jesus, what a jackass this guy's. I would absolutely love to be wrong here. I think 100%. you are. 100%. I think you're wrong. I hope so. I, I, I think, think I am. I think you're both wrong and right at the same time. I think Elite Dangerous is the most wondrous sandbox that I can possibly imagine uh, as far as like, holy crap, the amount of stuff in this game. I'm used to wow. I'm used to like, Okay, we're coming a new expansion. Here's your 18 zones. Go have fun. And I look at, you know, hundreds of billions of star systems and I'm like, uh, what? Uh, That's great. At the same time, I also acknowledge the fact that the truth of Elite is 
that it will always give you more than you could possibly imagine. And it will also always give you not enough. No matter how much they do, it's just not enough because it's such a it's such a wide area that giving that area depth is next to impossible without I mean, I don't know. There's, there's, it's not though. That's, that's the thing is that it's not, is that there is the ability to, if you base the most of your game around RNG, but you have Yemex, by the way, as much as he is character, as much as the character he plays is a raving loon and just a jackass about it. He's not wrong. A lot of the game is built around RNG. And if you already have that engine built into it, you can set up random events, random encounters, random things add them into these systems make exploring worth it i want to be able to be randomly super cruising and then all of a sudden bam something happens i run into a space whale even if it doesn't do anything the fact that i found a space whale is awesome if good no 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 please finish it wouldn't even be that hard to add in you already have the base code for a lot of that stuff. You already have the ability to pull people out of super cruise. You already have the ability to to uh, put in a simple animation that that actually has no um, interactivity. Mm. You, you do it all the time. You, you, just change it. Get, get, hire an art guy for the better part of a month. Put in a space whale. Make it a nice little, you know, thank you to everybody. Make them multicolored. There you go. No Man's Sky does this amazingly. You ever have you played it recently? I have not. Um, here's what I my feeling on No Man's Sky, and I, I'm basing this entirely in fairness and in a disclaimer. Uh, I, I, as in all things, I'm an idiot who's talking about things I don't really know about. Uh, <laughs> I've not played No Man's Sky. I've watched lots and lots of streams and video and hours of footage. Here's my takeaway on No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is from the aspect of someone who is looking for a flight sim is a arcadey no. simplistic not it's an absolute shit flight sim having said that for. everything else about no man's sky between the fact that they have living ships and mechs and now they have some very much seeming to me like fallout you know tunnel rating but you're going through these like abandoned ships and trying not to get goo on you and it has a horror element to it and and the the the, the building your bases and all the everything else other than the flight sim part about no man's sky seems fucking incredible it is i will i will tell you one thing it has overly a big one mm. it's fun it is actively fun to play. Right it's on. not just it, it's not just technically, you know, Star Citizen, you know, people like to uh, people people who like Star Citizen and people who like Elite Dangerous like the fact that they've mastered a complex system in order to fly a ship very make it look easy. Mm. Yeah, you agree? Um I yeah, I think I think so, yes. Yeah, it's it's a big thrill when you realize that you, you know, put 60 hours in just to learn how to fly the ship properly and you can actually pull off these maneuvers and you can go and fly inside and in, in, in and out of the mail slot with FA off. And, you know, it's that's a big thing. It it's not big thing for content wise, but it's definitely achievement for elite. Hmm. 
the grind to get there is not particularly fun. Playing No Man's Sky is, yes, it is baby's first space simulator. I will totally give you that. Mm. It is colorful and simplistic and not particularly hard, and there's no real challenge. But it's fun. Okay. And it looks beautiful. Everyone says Elite Dangerous is the uh is the wallpaper simulator is the wallpaper generator. Wrong. <laughs> no Man's think, Sky is awesome. I think uh Elite Dangerous, you could definitely say that about that it's, it's the, the the views are amazing. I think Star Citizen, you could say it's amazing. I think uh Eve, you could say it's amazing until you find out that you're not actually flying ships, you're just uh you're flying spreadsheets in the close proximity of gorgeous screenshots that are sort of out there uh you, know, yeah. you can maneuver uh you can maneuver your ship on your own right you're not just clicking and telling it where you can actually fly it it's just not yeah. smart to do it that way yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean I, i've spent hours back in my manticore and back uh you... my little rifter yeah yeah but uh yeah i was a null sec boy um i'm not gonna Ooh. say i'm not gonna say who for because i don't want to start anything but uh yeah um you know, but, I talk to the Matani on Twitter all the time. <laughs> he's a, uh, he's an interesting dude. Um, yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know what? We can't, you can't bring mittens into it. I'm going to need more alcohol. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, but we were getting back to, so what could reignite your love affair would, you know, new stuff. Okay. Whatever. What do you think could at this point, if it were to happen, start to make you go oh, i'm gonna try to re-engage with frontier or whatever do you, do you foresee what if, what if they were to come to you right now and be like hey look man i don't even with as sort of adversarial of a place as you're at with them at the moment where it, it just does not seem to be very you know hmm, whatever do you think that there's a chance that they could ever reach out to you and be like hey we actually do want to hear your if you can keep your mouth shut don't don't post anything on twitter don't don't release any don't violate any whatever but you know we do want to get you in on this program we do want to invite you into this secret room or whatever that we did not invite kai into we want to whatever get you in here and get your feedback and we want to take on in a constructive way someone that we feel is on the challenging side of it is is sort of adversarial because there there could be i think a merit to that for the company there could be if you have someone who's out shouting in the in the in the void about you know how you're screwing up there could be some merit to getting that person on board co-opting them and using them as a resource to say like hey okay you think this is dumb well here's what you don't know this and then that person goes yeah i factored that in but that and then you as a company go oh shit all right he's got a point let's uh I told you at the beginning i told you at the beginning the very smartest thing you can do is find yourself a villain mm. i it, you're absolutely right and you're supposed to go and as a company you should go out and find someone who isn't particularly nice or nice to you you should let them point out your flaws and find out how you can fix them that's what everyone should do the problem there is that you have to have real trust 
that that person isn't going to burn you because that person could be malicious and release all kinds of stuff out that then puts you in a weird spot as a company. I mean, and that's, and that's where we get to the question of, and, and everyone thinks, oh, poor baby and everything like that. It is a matter of trust. If you're not invited to the birthday party at this point, it is a matter of trust. Because what exactly do I have to do? I've put out a, I've put out a great series and that's, yeah, that is tuning my own horn. I put out a great series, maybe not the Anaconda. I could have done that one better. It was my first video. Mm. But realistically, you know, if you don't trust me at this point, if to even talk to me, fine. Okay. No, nothing. I don't want it. I don't want mm. it. And nope. realistically, this headspace right now and for pretty much the immediate future, I don't want it. If I wouldn't have tweeted it if it were salvageable at this and, point. And yet, let's say, because I know for a fact that I know for a fact that two of the CMs listen to my show. Uh, I don't know about the other ones. If that <laughs> if if and I have no clue, I've gotten a couple of interesting things from developers where i just get a random whatever i got i got a couple of them with regard to the yamix interview that were kind of funny but uh if if somebody hears this and says you know what all right this guy's a big boy he might annoy the fuck out of us with his points and we might argue but we can trust him to keep his mouth shut there's virtue there's merit there's worth to having him in the illuminati room Let's tap him on the shoulder and let him give his list of complaints. We'll school him on the realities behind the scenes of why what he's asking for is dumb. And on half of the points, we may shut him down. And on half of the points, he may sway us with some per persuasive counter argument. And it comes out for the betterment of all. You're really at a point where if they tap you on the shoulder, you're like, nah, I'm good. Keep it. I do it with with a caveat. I don't want any I don't want them to just tell me why these things wouldn't work. I would want the answer of why those things wouldn't work and why they're not going to do them to be public. I want everyone to know. That would be my only caveat. You tell me that you can't fix this 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 and this because of this 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 and this and they're valid reasons than publicly but okay what about if they say we take your caveat and we offer you a counter caveat which is yes publicly but on our fucking time scale like we can release this stuff you know we we can't go releasing why we're not giving you things that people don't know if we're getting or not until the time the release date where we explain it but we'll have a public conversation at that point i don't know and that highly unlikely scenario, I don't know. Okay. I'd have to see what the mood was in the room. This conversation sort of started very, very spur of the moment because um, I, do you, I, I should actually ask instead of being a dick and just saying it, do you mind if I sort of preface how this conversation started or do you want me to keep that back for now? Oh, dude, you know, at this point, realistically, we've been talking for hours. I, I got nothing that... uh. I got, I got no credibility. It's like, oh, by the way, you can't use this, this, this. You do you. Uh, well, if I no, preface I, it in the beginning, then you know. No, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that guy. I'm not. If you, if you're like, man, she, I don't really want that. Then I, I wouldn't say it. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, I would literally cut stuff out if that's if it's a point where it's going to cause you pain or whatever. I don't want to be that dude. That's not my that's not my thing. I appreciate uh, it. I, I, it is a form of personal responsibility. I, if, if I get bit for something that I've said here today, that's on me, not on you. Well, the conversation started with you reaching out to me in Discord and uh, you, you DM'd me. Uh, I, I guess maybe the conversation sort of started a couple hours ago in, in the stream when I popped on and asked you and whatever, maybe I poked the bear a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and you messaged me with a, with a, an idea, a proposal of like, hey, would you be interested in, you know, doing this thing? And I was kind of taken aback because I'm not going to lie. Uh, I did kind of take your tweet as a little bit of a, you know, uh, I want attention, give me attention thing. And then when I, when I got your DM, I was like, oh, I may have misjudged this. This might not be what I thought it was. And then I was like, hey, man, let's talk. Because if you're going to go, you're going to go. And if you're not going to go, maybe there's you know something i can do to salvage that or maybe just putting your thoughts out and and us going round and round some of it conciliatory some of it confrontational some of it just a mix of the whole thing i think it 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 has value may, might be cathartic it might make you look at things differently it might make people look at you differently i've been lately of the viewpoint that oh man the pilot i love his old stuff I think that Ion thing is a cool idea. I'm not a huge fan of his headspace lately with him getting saltier and saltier. And I think through this conversation, I've sort of come to understand a little bit of where you're coming from. And I think that that's human nature. You look at the other sort of without a lot of understanding and compassion until you meet the other until you have the other in your face, in your space, in your family, in your whatever. And then all of a sudden you're much more receptive to, it's just sort of normal human compassion kicks in and you're like, ah, this is where you're coming from. All right. I get it. I get it. I appreciate it, man. So I appreciate the time you took to actually, you know, talk with me. I do appreciate that. You're a good guy. Thank you. I appreciate you coming on and and telling this because a lot of what you told is very, very personal and very, you know, it's it's it takes a strong person to sort of show their vulnerability sort of publicly because you're it's the Internet. There's going to be definitely people that have some shitty comment to make on this and, (laughs) you know, they can go fuck themselves because whatever. But like. I'm hoping I'm holding out hope against hope that someone does reach out to you in some way, in some fashion. And I'm holding out hope against hope that uh, something strikes a chord in you with whatever they're going to show us August 27th or whatever. And that when you come back, maybe after a break, maybe you play your uplink game or, you know, you go play some Zelda or some whatever. And then you come back with a passion and whatever, because I will say this without reservation. If Elite Dangerous Odyssey doesn't have pilot videos for the new ships, I'll be a little sad about that. Thank you, man. All right. 
Well, let's wrap up the conversation here and end it. I've I've bugged bugged this guy for hours and hours, so we'll uh, we'll we'll let it go there. Everybody, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Please, please, please. The only thing I ask, if you want to say, uh, you know, anything, try to have some human compassion. If you agree with the pilot's viewpoint and think that I'm an asshole for pushing him on any of the things that I pushed him on, feel free to say it as bluntly as you like. I have no feelings. If you disagree with something uh, and you want to say something aimed sort of at his viewpoint or at, at the people that agree with his viewpoint or whatever, please have some human compassion and just like be decent. Don't be shitty. All right. Uh, everybody follow Wheaton rules. Don't be a dick. <laughs> all right. Have a good night, everybody. Later. Take it easy. <laughs>